You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, everyone. Welcome to House of Cards. We have an hour of poker for you to listen to. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. We've got a couple of really wonderful guests. Uh, first of all, we have a guy who's going to talk to us about a great poker room out in California. His name is Mario Alvarez. The casino is Turlock, T-U-R-L-O-C-K. It's a poker room and casino a little bit east of San Jose, one of the rooms I did not visit out there, but I'm going to be able to experience it vicariously by speaking to Mario. And then, for those of you working on your No Limit Cash game, we have an expert on that who has now written his second volume of a two-volume book. His name is Jonathan Little. You may know him as an incredibly successful tournament player and cash game player. We're going to talk to him about beating the No Limit Cash Games and specifically what's in this volume, too. So stay tuned. We'll have a mailbag segment as well. We'll be right back. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere an airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Place. I let all gambling in 
face. Na 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 na. Pop 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 poker face. Guys, pop poker face. Guys, na 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 na. Look, I really think it's time for us to do something. This is all getting way out of hand. What do you mean? The song is sweet. You're listening to the House of Cards. Poker, 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 poker. I shall give it to you in a word. Poker. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. And if you've listened to this show at all, you probably know that one of my favorite things to do is to travel all over the world, certainly all over the United States, visiting poker rooms. I've played probably in more poker rooms than anyone else on Earth. I don't know that that's true, but I think it may be. But one of the great rooms that I have heard about but never visited is the Turlock Poker Room in California. So my producers were good enough to get the, I think, poker room manager. He'll tell you more about his title and his role. He may be the casino manager, for all I know. But we're going to talk to Mario Alvarez, who can tell us more about this room that thus far I've only heard very good things about. So, Mario, are you there? Absolutely. Thank you, Ashley, for having us on. And uh, it's definitely a pleasure being on House of Cards Radio. (laughs) Well, that's good. Uh, So tell us where the Turlock Poker Room and Casino is located in California. Absolutely. You know, the beauty of uh, the Turlock Poker Room and Casino, it's definitely its location. We're located in the heart of the Central Valley, only about an hour and 45 minutes away from Yosemite and the same distance away from San Jose and San Francisco. Um, it's a dead center in the Central Valley. How long have you been there? Uh, the owners, Joe Fernandez and Phil Reinschild, opened the doors of the Turlock Poker Room Casino June 2004. And what is uh, awesome about the Turlock Poker Room Casino is that it started off as a 2,000-square-foot building. It merely uh, had four tables and nine employees. And, you know, ever since then, uh, a decade has passed, and our reputation has grown with the card room, you know, and uh, we've now grown to have 160 employees with 14 tables. Our game is bought for 24-7, and we definitely attribute this success to, you know, our clientele, our ownership's progression vision, you know, our awesome staff, and uh, the dedication to customer service. Okay, fair enough. Things that I would expect from a top-quality room. So let me just walk our listeners and myself into your casino, uh, poker room. I go in, you have 14 tables. Let's say it's a busy Saturday night. What games, and I know that you'll spread any game, you're licensed to spread, and depends what the people want, all that. I know that. But tell us, it's Saturday night. What am I likely to find going, both in terms of the games that you spread and the stakes of the games? So, Ashley, I wish you were here to, to, to also visualize this. You walk into the Turlock Poker Room and Casino, and, yeah, you know, you're going to see your Foxwood games going, your table games going. But what I guarantee you that you won't have in the East Coast, which makes us extremely special, is Mexican poker. Ah, I saw that on your site. Tell our listeners, I love Mexican poker, which I played at the bike. Tell us what it is and how it goes and what stakes you play it. Absolutely. The Bicycle Casino, known for its Mexican poker, about six hours away from us. Uh, We offer this game in both limit and no-limit variations. And uh, get get a grip on this. Here for us being in the Central Valley on a Friday or a Saturday night, you will find a $25 Annie no limit Mexican poker game. So Mexican poker, guys, the way the reason why it's uh, it's fun and it's making a comeback is because it's definitely similar to five card stud, uh, where you're played with a, a standard deck, but it's definitely straight down to forty one cards. The eights, the nines, and the tens are removed, and uh, one joker remains. The joker is wild in all cases, and then uh, when it's when it's dealt face down. However, when uh, the dealer So I heard you right. You said a $25 ante? 
Absolutely. It's a $25 ante. We also offer multiple tables with a variance of $5 ante. And, of course, we have our 3-6 limit uh, Mexican poker game as well. Whoa, so you walk my into God, $25 ante. How many players do you seat? Eight? And it's, a, it's that all factor because of the only seven players playing it at a time. And for to start off with a minimum of 1000 to a maximum of 10000 and uh, the table to have that much action in the Central Valley, it does cause uh, somewhat of a rail. And uh, that's one of the reasons why when you walk into the Turlock Poker Room, you'll see the rail bar and lounge on the left and a packed house on the right. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after a quick break. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Everybody is to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. How can they close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. I love that scene from Casablanca. It's so, so subtle. Everybody, I'm Ashley Adams. In case you didn't know, this is House of Cards. Uh, we're talking to Mario Alvarez. The casino is Turlock, T-U-R-L-O-C-K. It's a poker room and casino a little bit east of San Jose. Who plays in that game? I know that at the bike, they had a 1-5 to five spread limit game. Maybe it was 2-10. to 10. And... Uh, they were all Mexicans. I mean, they were all people of Mexican descent, and I thought the game was as soft a game as I've ever played. But for stakes of $25 ante, $1,000 to $10,000 buy-in, do you get big-name pros who have learned this game to be able to win tons of money, or are they – who's in the game? Actually, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's dominated by 80% Hispanics. And uh, you, you made a very good point that you felt it was a soft game. I strongly believe that Texas Hold'em players have an advantage over the, over players who play Mexican poker in their own game. And we're starting to see that more and more players from Texas Hold'em switch over to this game. It's, it's starting to become more popular. We have an individual named Ryan Smith who, who uh, plays big limit games, uh, Texas Hold'em, who will come over at midnight or 1 o'clock and play till 6 in the morning in this game. So we definitely are picking up more, more uh, you know, American players, uh, more English-speaking players, and uh, they enjoy it. And, you know, they'll start playing with us on a Saturday where we offer Mexican poker tournaments for them to get accustomed to playing it. And then they start uh, playing some live games. So just so players who've never played Mexican poker, which is probably everybody, uh, the game is like five stud, but the difference is that players receive, and if, tell me if I'm wrong, by the way, I haven't done this for a while, they receive two cards face down, um, and they have the option of turning 
either of the cards over as their up card, and thereafter all the cards are dealt face up until you have four up cards and one down card. Is that correct? You're, you're for the pretty much correct, Ashley. The dealer will give out uh, two community cards. The first one is dealt face down, and the second card is dealt face up. Oh, so and it's not I- like at the, at the bike the player had the option of turning a card over. Right, and you know what, the, at the Bicycle Casino, I'm not sure, but uh, from what I've seen, uh, they are allowed to look at both cards. Where here, you know, we want to make sure that the integrity of the game is always in place, and one card's down, one card's up. Okay. Now, after the deal, after there's a round of community betting, that dealer or house dealer will put a burn card and give the first player the option to flip over her face card or keep it face down. At that time, the dealer will provide that customer with the card to face up or face down, depending on how he requests the card. I see. I got it. But for the uh, the second up card, the third up card, and the fourth up card, they're all just dealt face up, correct? Or face down, depending on how the player wants it. So if they have it dealt face down, they have to turn up their card? or they Absolutely. Just... I Absolutely. See. And take the risk of the dealer giving... That player, the only joker card face up, which eliminates its true value, and it's replaced with it being a pair of aces, or you can use it for a flush or a straight. But if you get that face card, that joker card face down, its true value is a complete wild card. Gotcha. Couple of questions. We only have a couple of minutes left. This has been a great interview, Mario. We're talking to Mario Alvarez, who is, what is your title at the Turlock Poker Room and Casino? I am the director of casino relations, and uh, I'm very proud and honored and humbled to say that I've been with the Turlock Poker Room now for 10 years. That's great. So I want to get in my last few questions. So is there a place to stay? Do you have a hotel attached or nearby? Absolutely. Uh, We have uh, variants of hotels. Our preferred provider is Comfort and Suite less than a half a mile away and that's where a majority of our, our partnerships come into play like we have uh sex coming in in may for a hundred thousand dollar guaranteed prize pool tournament uh our main event and that's where they prefer to stay what did you, what's the promotional rate if you're a, a poker player do you have some kind of special rate absolutely if you use promotional code turlock poker rule you can stay for as little as $79 a night. Great. And how about restaurants nearby or on site? Yeah, we're located right in the middle of a beautiful shopping center where there's a movie theater and definitely a place for a variance of dining destinations. So you don't have your own restaurant, but people can go nearby. Is that right? Yeah, the owner's progression vision is definitely to have that. Right now, we just opened up the Rail Bar and Lounge, which is open from 6 a.m. to 2 And we're proud to have some of the best crafted cocktails, including award-winning local beer from Dust Bowl Brewing Company. And uh, inside this Rail Bar and Lounge, you're going to find an awesome, easygoing, rustic atmosphere. Okay. We enjoy. Two more questions. How do you rake your games? So we are on a uh, on a system where it depends if you're is this for the California side the table games or the hold'em games? Hold'em. I'm talking about poker. So when you're playing yeah. hold'em or you're playing Mexican poker, how much does the house take out of the pot? Absolutely. On our three six limit games, the house takes a four dollar break, and on our no limit games, the house takes a five dollar. Do you have bad beat jackpot money that also comes out of the pot? Absolutely. We have a a progressive bad beat jackpot, and that is a house that is house that is not player funded, that is house funded. And we also have a royal flush promotion that is also player funded. How big is the uh, bad beat right now? Our bad beat currently is, if I am correct, is. Building up to 15000 That's fantastic. Do players get any additional promotional consideration, like a dollar an hour in comps Absolutely. or anything like we that? We have a player's reward system where every hour that you play, uh, you get money on your player's reward card. And every hour you play currently, you have an opportunity to get a ticket 
for a drawing for a brand new Chevy Camaro, and second place is a brute force ATV. So, oh, fantastic! Take care of our players, Mario. We're going to close with you giving us your website and address so that anybody that's been enthusiastically savoring your Mexican stud or no limit games will be able to find you. Where do they go? Absolutely. Thank you, House of Cards listeners. Find us at www.turlockpoker.com. You can find us at Twitter at Turlock Poker. And uh, visit us and take a look at our upcoming $100,000 main event. It's a guarantee, and we're going to be hosting WPTP stats for Season 2. Great. We'll have to close with that, Mario. Thank you for coming on. Turlock, Poker Room, and Casino. Sounds great. Ashley, thank you again. Have a great one. All right. Uh, Listeners, we're going to be back real soon with more House of Cards. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Olive is a yellow lab, six years old, full of energy. But Oh, man, Olive was suffering, to use a word, like a dog. She was itching, she was scratching, she was licking. 24 hours a day, she was shedding all the time. And it drove my wife crazy because she had a vacuum in the house a couple times a day. So I'm going up the expressway, and the radio commercial comes on. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. And I almost drove off the road because I thought this person on the radio commercial was living with my dog, Olive. And I called my wife. I said, dear, you got to check out this product called Dynavite. Go to D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. So we started Olive on the Dynavite. In about six weeks, she almost has entirely stopped itching, scratching, stopped licking herself. Most of the hair has grown back under her belly. Unexpectedly, her coat has become smooth and shiny, almost like it was when she was a newborn pup. Olive is happy, and my wife is probably the happiest person because the house is cleaner. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. 
If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. V-N-E-G-N-T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of May 25th, 2015. A Defense Department audit released last week showed that some military and civilian employees of the Pentagon used government-issued credit cards in over 4,400 casino transactions, charging over $952,000. The Air Force came in on top, charging over $404,000 in casinos, followed by the Army, which spent over $348,000. And last but not least was the Navy, who spent over $109,000. The audit covered the period from July 1, 2013 to June 30, 2014. The Horseshoe Cincinnati got nailed with a $125,000 fine from the Ohio Casino Control Commission. The commission found that the casino's surveillance system failed to give adequate coverage of table games with insufficient image resolution. The commission also found that the casino extended credit to some customers with incomplete files. And finally, how did Floyd Mayweather celebrate his win over Manny Pacquiao? He went on a gambling binge and in a four-day period won $827,000. Mayweather won the cash betting on NBA playoff games and also bet that a boxing match between Gennady Golovkin and Willie Monroe would finish under five and a half rounds. He hit on everything. I guess that's why he chose the nickname Money Mayweather. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards. The weather is getting nicer, so grab your tablet or your cell phone and bring nj.partypoker.com with you. Why would you want to go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania, pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds, when you can play the same games at home or wherever you are? If you're 21 and in New Jersey, go to nj.partypoker.com and sign up using the promo code HOC. Start playing and start winning some cash. It's that easy. Go to nj.partypoker.com and sign up today with promo code HOC. This, this is, is the House of Cards. This is your poker education. Let's play some cards. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Um, we get a lot of different types of guests. We have poker room managers. We have uh, novelists. We have all sorts of interesting people in the poker world. But to me, the bread and butter of this show is helping listeners, helping poker players become better at their craft, either so that they become more profitable or they become better so that they enjoy the game more or both. Uh, we have a guest who's going to help with that. He has helped already. He's been on before. His name is Jonathan Little. And he is, he's written volume two of his, so far, two-part series, Live No Limit Cash Games. Without any further ado, Jonathan Little, are you there? I am here. Thank you very much for having me today. Well, welcome back on. Uh, for those listeners who are not familiar with you, and there are probably a few, give, give them a little bio so that they know that you know of what you speak. 
So I'm primarily a tournament player. I have about $6 million in live tournament caches, and I also play a lot online as well. But uh, for quite a while, I, I played a pretty good amount of live cash games, and that is why I ended up writing this book. Where do you play your cash games? Whenever I was playing a lot, I would go to Bellagio every day and usually play something like 1020 or 2550 or higher whenever it ran, uh, no limit. But whenever I play now, it's usually whenever I travel to a live poker tournament, I'll go there for a series. And if I happen to bust somewhat early in the day in a tournament, I'll go play cash games until around midnight and then go to bed and repeat the process over and over. (laughs) Wash, rinse, repeat. Right. So uh, how long have you been doing this, Jonathan? When did you start your career and how long have you been doing it? I started playing poker when I was about 17 years old, and I am 30 years, 30 years old now, so 13 years, give or take a little bit. But I became a professional when I was probably 19 or so. And where do so you live now? Ago. Where do you live now? I am currently all over the place. I am in New York City sometimes. I'm in New York City sometimes. I'm in Canada sometimes. I'm in Las Vegas sometimes, and I'm traveling the live poker circuit. So I'm I'm all over the place. All right, but your home is. If you were to define your home, other than saying all over the place, which I heard you say a few times, where would you say <laughs> your home is? I, I suppose it's New York City. That's where I'm. Where my fiance lives, and I, I go there. And, I go there and hang out with her quite often. Fair enough. Uh, the last time you were on, you were talking about your first No Limit Cash Game book, Volume 1. Tell us about Volume 2. What is it, how is it laid out, and what will it help players uh, address in their game? Well, Volume 1 of Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games pretty much went through and listed what I do in most of the spots that you're going to encounter in cash games. It was a, effectively a theory book that went through and um, really just tried to give a very solid, fundamental game plan that players could follow and, and do reasonably well. And most cash games, depend, uh, regardless of whether or not they are playing against very weak players or very good players, I try to teach the readers how to play well versus all sorts of player types. And in Volume 2, Volume 2 is a workbook, effectively, where I play around 100 hands. Actually, maybe more. I don't know how many hands it is. <laughs> I, I play a bunch of. I go through a bunch of hands that I played at the Commerce Casino. I was playing ten twenty no limit and twenty forty no limit there during one of my tournament stops, like I frequently do. And I wrote down all of the hands that I played. So over the course of a four day period, I played quite a bit, and I turned all of those hand examples into this books. And there were a lot of really fun spots. You get to know some of the players I played with because that's very important, and you get to see the adjustments I make based on those players. Okay, well, this this sounds like, first of all, even if someone didn't play poker a lot, if they were just interested in, you know, the thinking of a poker player and interesting examples of how poker plays out, your book would be that. But I suspect that most of the people who listen to this show are interested in getting better themselves. So let me ask you this. I have a few questions in that vein. First of all, I've often wondered, guys that play Big poker, as you do, 10, 20, 25, 50, 50, 100, no limit. Um, can you really draw lessons that a guy that's just a casual 1-2 player can learn from? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to find that most of the time, whenever you're playing cash games, you're trying to get involved in games with weak players, and you're trying to play most of the pots with weak players. And in small stakes games, you're much, they're much more fortunate in those games because a lot of the players are weaker. So it's actually significantly easier to do well in small stakes games and high stakes games because you make money by playing with people who are worse than you. And I actually outline in this um, volume two that a few times there were bigger games running that I would not play because I did not think the games were profitable. And I think the game selection is a skill that becomes significantly more important as you move up because you have to play with players who are worse than you. And um, I mean, small stake games are significantly easier to beat for for the exact reason that there are many more soft spots at every table. And quite often you attack the soft spots in the same ways at the higher stakes games that you do in the small stakes games, but there are fewer of them. Okay, I understand that, and I understand that uh, lower stakes games are going to have more soft players, but I guess here's where I'm troubled. If I'm a pitcher in a baseball game, yeah, I understand. If I'm against uh, really amateur-level batters, 
I'm going to strike more of them out if I'm a really good pitcher, but the game is essentially exactly the same. I'm trying to throw strikes. I'm trying to blow it by people. And if there are bad batters at the plate, I'm going to have an easier time of it. But here's where I often have questions about poker strategy. If I'm in a game with good players, not necessarily world-class players, but kind of players that you might find in a 10-20 game or a 25-50 game, they're pretty darn good. The game itself is different from a game with lots of bad players because at the lower stakes games, I mean, for example, just pre-flop. If I'm playing 1-2, a lot of games that I play in, in you know low stakes games, it's 1-2. Everybody would call the $2. Um, nobody will raise much of the, not all the time, but some of the time. Or if I make it $7, I'll get five callers. If you're playing twenty five fifty, it's going to be very different. You're going to be playing many more hands heads up, and you're going to have to consider how to outthink the one player you're up against as opposed to how you're going to deal with seven callers. So aren't there different kinds of things that you have to do in the low-stakes games against a lot of bad, soft players that you wouldn't necessarily be doing in the game with one or two uh, tough opponents? Well, I think what you have to do is you have to figure out where your edge is coming from and then play accordingly. And then the small-stakes games are actually pretty easy to beat, which is why most good players move out of them very quickly because they realize whenever there are seven people in the pot, you don't need to do anything too creative. You just make a good hand and get paid off by a guy who isn't going to fold his top pair bad kicker or something like that. Right. So that you'll find that your profit in smaller stakes games will typically come from your opponents paying you off poorly way more often than they should, whereas in high-stakes games, you do have to uh, maximize your fold equity. So you have to make your opponents fold more often than they should. But that being said, whenever you're playing in a high-stakes game, for example, you have to realize that you have to play against different players in various different ways. But, yeah, there's certainly um, – the, in the small stakes games, the games are much much easier because you can just sit there and play relatively straightforward, play a solid, tight, aggressive style, and win. And sometimes, particularly at, at the Commerce Casino in the games I was playing, and that was my strategy a pretty good amount of the time. My, my goal was to make the good players not mess around with me. That way I get to steal a little bit more than I should and also to play as many pots as I could with the weak players. And quite often there were four or five weak players at the table who were limping every hand and calling every race. So. And this and is even at the, at the that's even at the higher level that you were playing. You found there were four or five uh, guys that would pay you off. Yeah, I mean, that's often the case in whenever you're traveling to play poker during a tournament series. You'll find that the higher stakes games are significantly softer than they are any other time of the year, and that's because there are a lot more recreational players there to play. Huh. And do you cover all this stuff in Volume 2? I I mean, I cover game selection and seat selection a ton in Volume 1, but I do outline, you know, that, that these games are fairly standard for what you will find in roughly mid-stakes games. I would I would say that the games that I were playing with were probably comparable to, like, a standard 2-5 game, like on a regular day at any casino. I see. But even though the game, even though the stakes are much higher, I mean the stakes. I think people, a lot of people get confused when they see high stakes games because they assume the high stakes games must must be tougher, and that's generally true. But it's not necessarily true because if you have a bunch of rich guys playing who don't care at all, it, it doesn't matter what stakes they're playing for. The game's still soft, and that's that's why you actually see a lot of these um, you know high stakes private games that are incredibly soft that marginal poker players can crush because even though they're playing two hundred, four hundred, something like that, they are playing with a bunch of weaker competition. So are you planning to go out to the World Series and play tournaments and cash, or what's your plan coming up in May? I'm probably going to play primarily tournaments, although I'm not entirely sure. Um, I I really sort of play it by feel. I plan to play poker pretty much every day when I'm out there. I'm definitely going to play pretty much all of the no-limit holding tournaments besides I think, is it the million-dollar one this year? Is that next year? I don't know what it is. Whatever the big one is. (laughs) I think they got a million one this year, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to play the million-dollar one, but beyond that, I'll play pretty much all the no-limit tournaments and also pot-limit Omaha tournaments. And if I have spare time, it it really depends on how much poker I've been playing. If I've been playing a ton of poker because I've been making a lot of deep runs or day twos or whatever, then I'll be more inclined to not play cash games. But if I show up to play at noon and I bust at 1230, I'm probably going to go play cash games that day. 
Do you find that playing, going back and forth from cash to tournaments, that playing one affects how you play the other, or are they totally separate and they don't really bleed into each other at all? They are totally separate games in my mind, and I recognize that, but I think a lot of people do not recognize that. They play all the games relatively the same. And you'll see a lot of players who they'll go play some limit hold'em, then they'll go play some no limit hold'em, then they'll play some sit and goes, and they'll play tournaments, and they'll use the same strategy for all of these games. And they're probably pretty good at one of those games, but you can't use one, a, a strategy for a game that is not built for that game. So that's definitely not a good thing to do. And that's also why you hear some people say that tournament players are not good at cash games. And what they're really saying is that if you play a tournament style in a cash game, you're going to lose, which is true because you can't push people around quite as much because your opponents have no incentive to not go broke, whereas in tournaments going broke is a much bigger deal. So the tournament players who do not adjust are simply just not, they don't recognize the games are two completely different things. Right. Well, I want like to... You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't use your strategy for checkers to play chess. That's right. It's like going from seven-card stud to hold them. I mean, they're totally different games, and you've got to adjust your game accordingly. Right, and it's really easy to see how some of the things are similar, but just because the games have similarities does not mean that you should approach them even in the same way. Right. Uh, We're going to have to end with that. I want to make sure, though, that our listeners know how to get your book, Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games Volume 2. Will it be on Amazon? Will it be in bookstores? What's the best way to get a hold of it? It will be on Amazon. It will be in all the major bookstores. Uh, definitely check out my personal website, jonathanlittlepoker.com, where I'll be releasing all the information. If you guys sign up for my email list there, you'll get a lot of free poker training videos and training content, and also we'll be sending out information about the book as soon as it is available. Terrific. As always, Jonathan, great having you on the show. We look forward to having you back again. Thanks for having me. All right, listeners, that was Jonathan Little, author of Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games Volume 1 and now Volume 2. We're going to take a brief break, and then we'll be right back. Attention, poker players. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand. Designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra-long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro Caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOC Radio. That's H O C R A D I O. Order by phone at 240 257 6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. 
Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Atlantic City. It will change every idea you ever had about winning and losing. Susan Sarandon, she has the ambition. Burt Lancaster has the experience. Alone, they might not make it. Together, they might not survive. Burt Lancaster, Susan Sarandon, Atlantic City. For everyone who's ever needed one more chance. Welcome back to House of Cards. Um, Doug, that sounded like Jack Webb from Dragnet. Do you know who voiced that uh, promo for Atlantic City? Uh, you know what? It, that That is one of the cheesiest promos, I thought. I mean, we, we cut out all the weird scenes in it. and But, uh, no, 1980 film. Great, great, great film. Uh, I love that film. Yeah, Burt Lancaster. Dave, what do we have this week? I always have to uh, do the housekeeping first, I've been told. So if you have a question for us, you can email us at info to houseofcardsradio.com. And I corrected this. You can tweet us. I got the right conjugation of that term. Tweet us at HOC Radio. Post a question on our Facebook page or leave a message or text us on the House of Cards hotline 609-474-4627. And remember, if we use your uh, question on the air, you get a party poker baseball hat. Stephen from Mountain City, Nevada. Living in Nevada, I am bombarded with offers to play online gambling and poker sites. I was an avid online player before the Black Friday indictments and had a lot of difficulty getting back my money. In your opinion, how safe are the online gaming sites that are legal today? Uh, I know you have a lot of experts in the field on the show, and I want to get your take on the The matter. The answer is easy. The answer is they are completely safe. They're regulated. Uh, The sites absolutely are going to do everything they can to grow. That's their their only objective now is growing the market. There's no chance, in my view, that they are going to abscond with any of the money, uh, juice any of the sites, do anything crooked in any way they want to succeed they're a legitimate business they're finally regulated and your money is yes. as safe there as it is in a regular brick and mortar casino i mean the state governments want them to succeed yeah, so absolutely i can tell you a story the first online site i belonged to in new jersey was ultimate poker before it went belly up right they went belly up in new jersey and in nevada when i found out they were you know going under they sent me a note saying, you know, we're we're closing up shop in New Jersey. And a week after that, and I didn't do anything, they sent my check back. They had, they had money, and it was, it there was you great. Go. I, I am convinced it, it's even safer playing online in a regulated site in Nevada, in Delaware, in New Jersey, than it is playing in a casino uh, because, at least online, they can monitor who's playing. If you think that there's been collusion uh, they can look over hand histories. They have accurate records of where everybody is. They have account information. You'll get your money. I, completely safe. Yeah. The problem is it's not in 50 states. And it's not <laughs> hooked up to the rest of the world. So I haven't played yet. I'm, I, I can tell you, I, I tried when, when I got this question. You know, I haven't tried looking at it out of state in New Jersey. So I'm breaking the fourth wall here. We do it in Mass, do the show in Massachusetts. So I figured let me try and get on my party poker account. I typed it up, and a big sign says, you are not in New Jersey. Please leave this site immediately. <laughs> right. Well, it, that's a, it's, to me, that's outrageous. Yeah. We should be able to play poker on the Internet yeah. anywhere, any time of day with anybody from around the world. It's going to be a while before we can. It uh, can't happen soon enough. So in the meantime, we'll have to rely ha- on brick-and-mortar casinos. Has any of the guests we've had on given any glimmer of hope for a national and no, federal? they've all said they've, the same thing. There, here's the mantra. Well, it's happening state by state. Sooner or later, there'll be a network of states, but it's going to be later rather than sooner before. It's a lot of states. They're trying it out now. Nevada and Delaware are hooked up. We'll see how that goes. The prospects are less than enthusiastic because there just isn't a large enough market. So we hope that you know something will happen. Massachusetts could change their laws. New York, once you get a major player, uh, California, New York, Ohio, 
uh, to come online and link up with some other states, then you're in business. But until then, um, I I just I think five years would be my uh, aggressive yeah. estimate of how soon. I, I got to tell you, I've heard horror stories that you know when you were playing online and like I guess it was which ones did you go with the uh, poker stars poker stars and yeah. Yeah. you know I listening to that I don't keep a lot of money in the accounts online I, I take it out put it in and stuff like that so I maybe that's a little bit of advice if yeah, it's I, be, uh, I, I easily could have lost the 2500 I had on full tilt had I not transferred it to my cousin's account so I lost 70 bucks but I'm not complaining do you have uh, friends that lost more or? oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> god thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars wow but okay. they they may have you know, they may have gotten it back, uh, but a lot of people just didn't bother. That They had fewer than 100 bucks, they didn't bother. Okay. So um, that'll do it for this week. Come back next week. Until then, good day and good luck. Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>